All right, everybody, welcome to the Joey Manorino Show. We are here, episode number 13. It's a very, very lucky number. A lot of people say 13 is unlucky. That is an extremely lucky number. One of the luckiest, actually, in Italy. Uh, so all the people who say, it's so unlucky, it's so unlucky, you're wrong, I'm right. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. <sighs> I'm telling you, this vaccine that I took about two years ago because I was forced by the government of Italy where I was living at the time, it is kicking my ass. It's one of those days, but we're going to get through this show anyway. So I want you to make sure that you understand one thing. We are living through a time where it's dangerous. You are living through the time that basically we never thought we would get to a time that's this horrible. The founding fathers warned us of a time like this, a time where the president of the United States is being persecuted by the current president of the United States. The former president and next president, most likely, is being persecuted politically through the Department of Justice, which is supposed to be an independent body. But it's not. And we're going to talk all about it. But what's most important to remember is that they're coming for him, but next they're coming for you. And it's not only the government that's coming for you, it's people like Antifa. It's people like, you know, your neighbor down the street who's a liberal, who just happens to hate that you listen to my show and happens to hate that you vote for Donald Trump and happens to hate that Fox News is your preferred source of television channel cable news. You never know when somebody's going to come up on you when you're driving to your home or getting in your car and they're just tired of you being a conservative. You never know. That's why I always stay strapped up. I'm always ready with my gun because you just never know. VNSH.com forward slash Joey. Get your holster. You put it on. It's one of the most comfortable holsters. You can carry two magazines in the holster. I swear by this holster. It carries my, I have a beautiful semi-automatic. It carries that gun. And if I need it, it's right there. And it's comfortable. I go to the grocery store with it. But you have to stay safe in this country. And the only way you're going to do that is by carrying your gun and having a good holster to carry the gun. With that being said, this video is out of Colorado Springs. It is one of the craziest videos you're going to see. A kid almost gets thrown out of the school for a Gadsden flag. Watch this video. It's just, it's just sick. He, he, um, he's, what's going to happen if he doesn't take it off? He, I mean, he is able. 
able to go, I was actually just telling him, like, I was upset that he was missing so much school. I'm like, ah, so I asked if can he just take his stuff out of his bag and go back to class? Like, I just want him to go back to class. The bag can't go back. It's got a patch on it because we can't have that in and around other kids. So that's what I was trying to, and then he said you were close. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it has nothing to do with slavery. That's like the Revolutionary War patch that was okay. displayed when they were fighting the British. Like, that wasn't, that's the revolution. Maybe you're thinking of like the, um, the Confederate pen, arm, Confederate flag. <laughs> okay, I, so okay. I am just history here to enforce, enforce and... no, I am here to enforce the policy that was provided okay. by the district. Okay. And definitely you have every right to not agree with it. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, the ACLU says that he's allowed to wear that. If you like go on their website, it's like says in big so, letters. I, all, I, all I'm saying is that unless there's like a ban on patches, period, like you said, there's no patches allowed at the school. You cannot display what you think or anything like that, or what cheer or anything like that. Um, I, I don't. I think it's like one-sided, you know, because you allow some patches but not other, other patches. Other kids have patches like other names and like the American flag and backpacks. Yeah, that was like flown during the revolution. With um, yeah, I, I just don't stand that at all. So what I can do is and if you, if you go onto the ACLU's website side, yeah, let's let's talk to I someone. Can, I, I, can have you speak to, I can have you speak to our, Jeff Yoakum okay. again, okay. Um, and then he can refer you to our person at the district. Okay. Um, because, like I said, we're following district policy, okay. is what we're doing. The last thing I want is him out of class. Yeah, like, I know that's all he too. He takes his classes seriously. Yes. He studies. He does, he wants to get straight A's. He did that. He made honor roll when he was here before. Yep. He intends to do that again right now, but it's hard because he keeps missing class for this. So I understand that. Yeah, and I, I mean, we teach him to always stick up for your beliefs. And I mean, you're going over the revolution this for seventh grade. I mean, the founding fathers stood up for what they believed in against unjust laws. This is unjust. Okay, I, like I said, we are upholding a policy that was provided to us, which we have to uphold. Okay, can you show me where the policy? This video right here, it's the epitome of insanity. In Colorado Springs yesterday, a student was thrown out of the classroom for having the don't tread on me flag patch on his backpack. The school, they said that it had origins within slavery. The Don't Tread on Me flag, which was made in 1775, which is a symbol of the American Revolution, somehow reminds this school in Colorado of slavery. Can you believe it? I mean, can you, can you actually look at this and see how insane it is? This is a libertarian symbol. It is not whatsoever a symbol of slavery. And what gets me is this boy right here, he's 12 years old. He has no idea about slavery or any of these things. He's a kid. And he now is sitting there grinning because he knows history better than the teachers, number one. Number two, he knows that he's a celebrity now and he's going to go viral and he'll probably be, you know, he'll be everywhere. The kid knows his stuff. He has the Dogecoin meme on a patch on his backpack. I like the kid. He gets it. But, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Now, the best part about this is, if this boy wanted 
to cut his balls off and shove them in some closet somewhere so that he could run around like a tranny like Dylan Mulvaney, the school would celebrate him. They would say he's a hero. They would say that they've never seen a student better and that he should be just celebrated for all, forever. These people are sick. The Democrat Party is a party of sick, sick people. This conversation should have been much shorter. The parents should have just said very clearly, hey, hey, idiot, prove to me that this has origins in slavery. And guess what? Even if it did, it's called free expression. So I guess we just don't have free expression in Colorado high schools. This is a disgrace. You know, (laughs) the kid is 12. Do you think another student came up and said, oh, teacher, I am very disturbed by the Gadsden flag. It's really bothering me. I don't know what to do. No, this is bothering the teachers. The teachers are the one who are sitting here triggered. If they had a rainbow patch on their little backpack, they'd be celebrated. You can go to school and cut your balls off and and be happy. They will literally celebrate you forever. This teacher in this video, this bitch, she needs to be fired. She needs to be fired and thrown out of the education system. I just don't understand it. And Colorado literally even has a Gadsden flag that you can, I mean, have you ever seen it? There's the Colorado flag and the Gadsden flag together before they became a communist state. Colorado, you know, it's basically a useless state at this point. they, They bring us The only good thing that Colorado has brought to us in the past decade is Lauren Boebert, basically. Everything else is a joke. You have uh, recreational marijuana legalized. That's what they're famous for. Okay? And then you have a bunch of liberal shithead politicians. You have Bennett. You have Hickenlooper. And you have Jared Polis, who all try to say that they're moderates. They're moderates. They're pieces of trash. I mean... Colorado has become a subsidiary of California at this rate. So this kid, number one, I hope they bring him to somewhere to celebrate him. He deserves to be celebrated. He's, look how he's dressed, too. Look how he actually goes to school dressed up. He has a, a belt on. He has a button-down shirt on with the buttons buttoned. The kid looks good. He looks fresh. He's not your average little... You know, one of these loser kids raised by crappy parents. The kid is obviously raised by good parents. He knows what the Gadsden flag is. And in the video, I think, I think if you look at that video, there's a stroller in it, which means that they keep pumping out kids. So, you know, this is a good thing. It's a great thing. It's a good family. It is very sad. It is very sad to see this happening. And I hope someone makes it right. The teacher needs to go, and we need to make this kid a national celebrity. That's the bottom line here. The kid gets it. He's doing the right thing. He understands that this country, you can express yourself. Don't tread on me. Hello? That's what this is all about. Anybody who knows history of this nation would know this is not a slavery flag. You're a retard, teacher. You are a retard. Congratulations to this kid. He gets it. 
All right, let's talk about this Vladimir Zelensky, Vladimir, whatever his name is. No one cares. He, his name should be money-sucking piece of crap Zelensky, the worst person to ever walk this earth. He now has said, because he's received so much pushback against his refusal to hold elections in 2024 when they were scheduled, that, yeah, you know what? He's open to holding elections. Maybe he'll do it, but he has martial law going on, so... Maybe not. But he'll consider it if the United States will pay for it. He said that, you know, typically they cost around $135 million during peacetime. But during wartime, they cost a lot more. So if we want him to hold an election, he's going to need a lot of money. Maybe a billion dollars. Who knows? Maybe $500 million. He didn't really say. And he said that he's had a meeting about it already with Richard Blumenthal, Don Ann Dick, the guy who refused to tell the truth about his not serving in Vietnam, and Lindsey Graham, the bottom Republican senator who takes it right up the ass from every single military industrial complex lobbyist in Washington, D.C., he said, I told Lindsey Graham, if the United States and Europe give us financial support, I'm sorry, I will not hold elections on credit. I will not take money from weapons and give it to elections either. But if you give me extra financial support just for an election, then yeah, we'll take a risk, maybe. Maybe. Why do you even, you know, honestly, why do we even want to bother with an election in Ukraine at this point? You all know what's going to happen. If the United States is paying for it, they're just going to pay for the result that they want. They're going to make sure that Zelensky stays in power. It's obvious. They want him there. He's kicking back that 10% to the big guy. So why would the big guy take him out? No way. So we're not necessarily going to do this. Nobody really knows if it's going to happen, but... Considering that a presidential election should be happening in March of 2024 in Ukraine and that Zelensky literally has banned several opposition parties on the pretense, a.k.a. I, that they are pro-Russian, what's an election even got to do with it? They're just going to rig the system. If there is a presidential election in Ukraine, Zelensky is going to win it. They're going to make sure. Victoria Newland from the State Department is going to make sure. Antony Blinken from the State Department is going to make sure. Do you really believe that there is going to be a free or fair election in the country of Ukraine? Ukraine is not a democracy. No more American dollars should go there. He literally just admitted he's a dictator. It's one of the most corrupt countries in the world. The man jailed his political rivals. He shut down independent media outlets that don't go along with his narrative. The guy is a total corrupt scumbag. He was a comedian. Now he's the president. I mean, what is this? He, he's a glorified accountant at this point. All he does is count the money that the United States gives him. And then he just pockets it and gives 10% to Joe Biden and whoever else is getting all these kickbacks. So the fact that he has the nerve to tell us, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we'll give you an election, Western nations, maybe we'll do it. 
even though you literally must do it by law, March 2024, except that he suspended all laws, so he doesn't have to do anything. So maybe we'll do it, but we have to pay for it. Let me tell you something. I do not want my tax dollars to go to Ukraine. Not for an election, not for the war. At this point, I don't give a damn if Russia wins the war. I don't give a damn if Ukraine wins the war. At this point, I don't even want Ukraine to win the war because we will have to rebuild the whole country. Give it to Russia, and then Russia can deal with it. Let Russia pay for it. If Russia wins the war, Russia has to pay to rebuild Ukraine. The West isn't going to help Russia build Ukraine. They hate Russia. So give it to Russia. Let Russia pay for it. Why should we pay for it? Seriously, are we ever going to start acting like we're $31 trillion in debt in this country? Are we ever going to start acting like we are actually completely impoverished in America? Because we are. We literally are. $31 trillion in debt and climbing every single day. If your personal finances had you 31 billion or 31 million or 31, even $31,000 in debt, you would not be out there spending money. You wouldn't be allowed to. They would freeze your shit. But because it is the United States of America and we have the Federal Reserve, we don't have to follow conventional laws. Let's go spend another trillion in the Ukraine. Let's go spend another trillion in the Middle East. Let's go spend another trillion propping up all of Joe Biden's little countries that gave him kickbacks over the years. Yeah, sure. Let's go give another $6 million in foreign aid to this country and their corrupt leader and another $55 billion to this country and another $4 billion to that country. It never ends. All we do is give foreign aid to other countries. It never stops. We mess the world up. Because we play it like puppet masters. The United States under Joe Biden has become the most corrupt nation in the West by far, by far. And then he wants to talk about Russia and he wants to talk about democracy. Joe Biden does not know the first mm, the first thing about democracy. Let me keep it clean today. The first thing about democracy, he does not know. If he knew about democracy, that mugshot that you saw the other day would never have happened. The mugshot that went around the world and raised Trump $7.1 million in a few days. That mugshot, you know, it's a great picture. It's an awesome, awesome picture. I think it makes Trump a hero. However, we, we have to step back and remember what we are dealing with here. The president of the United States is Joe Biden right now. He is using his political office to look and pressure prosecutors into putting charges on the former president, who also is probably going to be the Republican nominee for president. So we are sitting back as Joe Biden, the current president of the United States, elected by uh, an election that we won't discuss. But I mean, are we serious here? Are we serious here? This is not the country that we're supposed to live in. We are not supposed to live in a country where political opponents get arrested just because they are leading in the polls against the current political leaders. That's insanity. That is sick. That is stuff that you hear in, you know, the days of Mugabe, the days of Stalin, the days of Mao. These are not current political trends that happen. And then Joe Biden wants to talk about Putin. Putin this, Putin that. Biden is worse than Putin. 
Biden is much worse than Putin. I would take Putin any day over Joe Biden. Biden does it with a smile on his face. He sits there, he does whatever he wants, he arrests his political opponents, and then he walks out and says to everyone what a great, magnanimous leader he is and how he's doing amazing things for the country and how, you know, he, he believes in democracy. He believes in fucking kids in their asses. That's what he believes in. He's a sick fucking pedophile. That's who Joe Biden is. He is a pedophile. And you don't have to believe it. Just look at when he sniffs the kids on camera. That is not normal stuff. If somebody came up to my child, which I don't even have a child, but if they came up to one of the children of one of my family members, I would grab my vanish holster. I mean it. Nobody in this country should walk up to a child and start smelling them. Nobody in this country should walk up to a child and do the things that he does to them. It's creepy. If a stranger walked up to your kid and started smelling them, you would probably beat the shit out of them. It's not normal stuff. But he goes and he does it. Every single appearance that he goes out, he sniffs kids. And if he's sniffing them in public, what do you think he is doing to them in private? I know, I know. I know you know. It's just, are you willing to actually think about it? Because it's very disgusting to think about. So, you know, aside from that, he's a dictator. The guy is arresting Trump. Four different cases. Four. Four. Fannie Willis, Jack Smith, Jack Smith, and Alvin Bragg. Four cases. And Fannie Willis is the dumbest of all of them. That's why she's, you know, indicting 19 other people and giving the mugshot. And he made, I mean, Fannie Willis has done more for the Trump campaign than fucking uh, anybody ever did. The woman is making a, a complete mockery of her office and making a complete martyr out of Trump. So, you know, thanks a lot, Fannie, you smacked ass. You're doing a great job. But this is nuts. We are not living in a democracy. We are living at best in a banana republic. At best. And I think we need to wake up and start acknowledging that and understand that this is not the same nation that you grew up in. And I put on Twitter the other day something, and I, I'll actually read the tweet out as best I can if I am uh, in the correct place to do that. But I think it's important. And I got a lot of, you know, a lot of heat for it, but I actually kind of believe it. I really, really do. I think that we are living through a time of disaster. And I think we need an exit plan if things go bad in 24. I don't think that we are going to survive in this nation in the way that you think. I think they're going to come for us and come for us hard. And we need to have a plan in case that happens. And, I, and that plan is get the hell out of here. I don't know where to go because this is the last bastion of freedom on earth. But we need a plan. We need to figure something out. It's getting scary. You know, this is an interesting one. <laughs> Eminem, the rapper, I mean, he is so overrated. I, I've never, ever, ever seen what people see in Eminem, but people love him. He's a snowflake. He's a snowflake. Earlier this month, Vivek Ramaswamy, he's running for president, and he's actually doing really well in the polls uh, compared to some other people who are vying for second place. Vivek is going for number two. Nobody's going for number one. That That's Trump's space. Anyway, so Eminem reached out to the 
Music Licensor, BMI, and asked that it revokes Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign license to use his music because Vivek rapped Lose Yourself at the Iowa State Fair. I mean, <laughs> this is Vivek's favorite song. This is literally the song that he likes the most. He did this rap. It was a little corny. I mean, I thought it was a little strange, but he did it and it was good and it was interesting and it made him feel relatable and it made him feel like, you know, somebody that actually is a person rather than most of these politicians feel. But of course, Eminem, the snowflake that he is, he got all pissed and said that you can't use it. It's funny. These singers are all the same. And these hip-hop artists all act the same. They're, they're, they're so tough and so hard. And then when it comes to Republicans, they get, like, just completely bent out of shape. Eminem is famous for rapping about killing people. His entire deal is nothing but violence and stupidity. Vivek, he's a good guy. He's not an extremist. He's just a Republican. He's a regular old Republican. And yet, and yet, and yet, Eminem says that he cannot use his music because he's triggered. Eminem, as usual, is triggered. He did this with Trump. All these rappers are doing this with Trump. They did, And it's funny. YG, the man who made the song Fuck Donald Trump, now likes Donald Trump. Benny the Butcher, he's another rapper. He's an interesting guy. He says that he's voting for Trump. Chief Keith. Voting for Trump. Lil Pump. Voting for Trump. Lil Wayne. Pardoned by Trump. I would hope that he's voting for Trump. You know, and then you see Eminem, who he, he gives a bad name to white rappers. He gives a bad name to whites. I don't even, you know, I don't want, we can actually trade Eminem. I would happily trade Eminem for anyone. Anyone. Uh, the white race does not claim him. But it's just ridiculous to see this. It, it's ridiculous, but it's constant. The snowflakery is worse than ever, ever before. And it's funny to see, but at the same time, it's sad. It's sad. The snowflakes are out in full force. And you know who else is out in full force? <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney. Queen Dylan, the boy, he's a boy, and uh, he won a Streamy Award for being so influential and gave a speech slamming transphobia. I'm not transphobic, Dylan. I just don't like you. You are weird. You are a creep. Nobody wants to deal with you. People think you're a psychopath. It's funny. Marjorie Taylor Greene called him a pedophile, and he didn't sue her for defamation of character. I found that very weird. Uh, because if somebody called me a pedophile, I would probably sue them for defamation if they had money. And Marjorie's worth about $12 million. She's got money. So I would sue and get my money. But he didn't sue. That's weird. And it's also weird that Modelo, the beer company, is now the best-selling beer in America. And Bud Light, which used to be, has completely and totally cratered. There is nothing, nothing in America that is cratering worse than Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light. And you love to see it. You just love to see it. Anyway, we, you know, it, it's been a crazy week. With this Donald Trump arrest, we, we've gotten a lot going on. I want to show you something, though. This is fun. This I bought in Spain. This is absolutely hilarious. And uh, 
It's called a caganer. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these. It is a caganer. It, it, in Spain, that means somebody who poops. And you can buy these caganers. And I bought four of them. And so this is Zelensky. And the funniest part is this. He's shitting. So the whole deal here of these caganers is just a mockery of these people. They're losers. And uh, here he is, Zelensky, the loser. And there's the $150 billion piece of shit that he's shitting out. I love those little caganers. They're funny as hell. And we talked about Zelensky already. Let's not talk about him more. But the entire grift going on in this country is crazy. What they're doing with our tax dollars in general is insane. The dollar is dying. Do you see BRICS? BRICS has officially added five new countries. About 30-something applied, but five were officially added. Do you think that's good for the United States dollar? Do you think that helps us in any way to prosper? And a lot of people are saying, oh, Joey, but who cares what happens to the dollar? You care. I care. We all need to care. We must care because, folks, if you get paid in USD, which all of us get paid in USD, you have a problem if BRICS continues to rise. It is going to be a big, big issue for you and for me. This is not going to be good. They're going to come up with a currency. BRICS comprises half of the world's population six of the top 10 oil producers, five of the top 10 national gas reserves, and 37% of global GDP. And only two people have ever even mentioned it in Congress recently. Anna Paulina Luna and Lauren Boebert. I, th I think, yeah, I think it was Lauren Boebert. There were two. Anna Paulina for sure. She's been on it. And I think Lauren Boebert has also been on it. So what are we going to do? Now Saudi Arabia... Egypt, UAE, Argentina, Iran, and Ethiopia are also coming in. We've got a problem. So if you've got money, which, I mean, hopefully you've got some money, if you have some money still saved that Biden inflation has not stolen, you need to go to goldco.com forward slash Joey and fix this up. Invest in something that's going to be stable. 855-339-6446 is the number. They are giving away $10,000 in bonus silver. It's not a giveaway, but if you invest, they're going to help you with bonus silver. 855-339-6446 is free money. It's free money. Don't let this little shit here take your money. Don't let all the dollar devaluation destroy you. Keep something that you can eventually cash out on when, when all of this settles down. We need, we need to hold together and get through this time. It's not a good time. It's a very, very awful one, in fact. Very awful. So I think that's really all we've got for today. It's been, like I said, it's been a crazy week. Things are only going to get crazier. Kevin McCarthy is finally going to maybe impeach Joe Biden. I think we're finally to that point. I don't know why he waited this long. And I don't know if he waited this long, why he doesn't just wait until the 2024 election sort of gets underway in the general. Because honestly, I thought he was waiting. I said, if he's waiting this long, he's going to do it when it can have maximum political damage, which is during the election. Apparently, he's not doing that. Apparently, he just waited because he wanted to wait. I don't, I don't really know. 
I don't understand the strategy there. I don't really understand the speaker. Could have a better speaker would be nice, but you know, that is not the way that it has been planned for us. That is not what is going to happen, apparently. We are stuck with Kevin. So it is what it is. What can you do about it? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. That's what you can do about it because the people that have been elected to represent you don't give a damn. They don't give a damn. That's why in primary season, I say it time and time again, it is so critical to donate to the people, to the candidates that you want to see actually win the primaries. And that usually is the primary challenger. That almost always is the non-incumbent. In very few races is the incumbent worth voting for. Very rare, very rare, not 0% of the time. I would say 80% of the time there's somebody more conservative that is primarying the incumbent. Some districts you can't get it, most districts you can. Just try it, just try it. Thank you for watching today. We will be back on Friday as we always are. God bless you all. Have a beautiful rest of your week. And don't forget, don't forget, goldco.com slash Joey, vanish, vnsh.com forward slash Joey. If you support my sponsors, you keep this going. I can't do it without my sponsors, not at all. It's impossible. So don't forget.